Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans with your host, Davin and Kyle. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast as we come to y'all with a new episode. Um, the off-season program for the Just starts on the 18th, which is 12 days away. And the draft is 22 days away, which is three weeks away. Um, very excited because we're going to be hearing a lot more trades and it just seems like the trades just gets more crazier and crazier and we just keep hearing more news every week. But other than that, what's going on with you, Kyle? How you feeling? Um, yes, I, I'm, I'm doing good, bro. Like, uh, as I said, I, I started, uh, as I said, since April started and, you know, we're a couple of weeks away from the, the draft, you know, just been starting to look at prospects and stuff. And, you know, I'm actually, um, you know, looking to probably do one of my first mock drafts because I actually haven't done one yet, which I'm surprised at myself, but <laughs> yeah, I haven't right. done one yet. So I'm looking forward to doing one of those and, you know, posting it and talking about that. Right. And I know that um, you're going to be doing your uh, your favorite position on the offense um, real, real soon on this episode. So please be on the lookout and listen to this episode if you can. Um, Let's talk about a little bit of just news. Um, I know that we released Ryan Griffin, which was um, meant to happen, but also the just has signed the uh, Solomon Thomas to a one year deal. Deal. Um, what 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 could you expect from Solomon Thomas coming into this team? Um, I like I expected expect him to come on and add you know depth to the team. Um, he was someone that you know. You know, Salah was looking to uh, sign last year when he was a, a free agent, but he, you know, opted to go with uh, the Raiders instead. So, mm-hmm. you know, seeing what, uh, I guess, seeing what Salah has and what he started here with the pieces that he had, you know, I, I guess he felt, um, you know, coming here would, you know, be, I guess, you know, somewhat beneficial to him because you know he's is returning to a defense that he's familiar with so that's i think that that was a big part of um you know his decision to probably you know resign you know sign with the jets but you know link back up with salah right and i know that he hasn't lived up to his draft position because he was uh drafted third in the 2017 um draft right yeah, I know he's drafted pretty high, but he, I, if I'm not mistaken, he's also had injury issues. So, Correct. you know, that plays a, a big part in, you know, his production over the years. Um, yeah, I think I think this this helps out with the with the just uh, like you said, the depth. Um, I could maybe see him as a backup level player, but, you know, Salah knows what to do. And we still maybe need to upgrade at the pass rushing talent off the edge, but you know we'll we'll see, man. Like you know, I'm I'm happy. You know, I'm happy at least some at least some type of players want to sign to us. But I know we won't get the the grand the grand prize until we at least go back to the playoffs because we're the last team that actually is on the uh yeah the downhill of being in the playoffs, which is over a decade now. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy to think, but yeah. yeah. Very sad, very sad to say, but we some Jet fans, so, you know, <laughs> we ride with our we ride with our team, man. So it's it's just crazy. It's it's really crazy. Um, also, 
with the with the kicking news, we signed two kickers. I know one of them is Eddie. Um, he was with the team last year, Eddie Pinero. Um, one year, two point seven five million. But also, he got some competition because they signed the uh, the Dallas kicker, and it was the same amount, two point seven five million for one year deal. So, mm-hmm. so what you expect? Um, what do you expect out of this competition with 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 the kickers? Um, I, I actually expect at least this time to it to be a competition. I think the past couple of years, it's been one guy that stood out and then they halfway, you know, a <laughs> couple of games later, you know, all of a sudden they forget how to kick and we just, you know, have to sit there and find replacements. So, you know, that was, um, you know, a big uh, issue for us for the past couple of years, mm-hmm. you know. So I think... Um, you know, signing uh, the, the kicker from Dallas. And if I'm not mistaken, this would be the, I think this would be the second time we signed a kicker from Dallas. Because I think, um, who was the last kicker we had that was decent? I think it was Fault? No, I thought it was uh, Myers. I know our last good kicker was Myers, but he signed with uh, Seattle. Right. No, we had. If I'm not mistaken, we signed someone else from the from from Dallas. It was a former Dallas kicker, or no, or was it the other way around? It might have been the other way around yeah. where our kicker went to Dallas. So, yeah. <laughs> we were, we were <laughs> right. Either way, um, you know, Greg Greg Deleg, um, he's 34 years old. He's coming out of a 29, um, 29 for 35, which is 83%, which is still good. It's better than what we had the past couple of years. Um, but but our uh, other kicker, um, Pinero, he actually he actually did good. He actually did good for us last year, and I ain't had no complaints. So I think it would be a very good competition to have. Um, either way, I I just want the I just you know I just want the kicker to make sure that he's bringing points to us because we can't keep on going kicker after kicker and we don't know which guy is going to be the guy for us. I, you know, I was very disappointed with Cincinnati getting that kicker that I like. And remember, I was talking about him last year, and yeah, uh, yeah look at him now. He he's blo- he's already blossomed. You know, you know. So, but I'm happy though. I'm happy there's going to be a competition in the in the kicking department, and I can't wait to see what what happens in that in that area. Um, the draft. Uh, it's been a lot of talks. Um, I know, I know, uh, Tibbs, Tibbs met with the Jets. Olive met, met with the Jets. Uh, trailing, uh, trailing met with the, met with the Jets. It's been some players that met with the Jets, man. Um, what, 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 in your opinion, Kyle, this, what you think the game plan is to, to, um, yeah, for, for Douglas and company, because it seems like they still want that number one wide receiver. Um, it was a report saying that they they offered the Seahawks the 10th pick for DK McCaff. I don't it might be a smoke screen and the Seahawks didn't listen to any offers. They might not want to trade with the Jets again after that Jamal Adams <laughs> ripoff trade. So, yeah. But in your opinion, Kyle, what do you think the game plan is? Um, Honestly, at this point, because of some of the pieces that we we put together in terms of signing um, an off season. Mm-hmm. I think the Jets are putting themselves in a, a good position to um, be able to draft best player available at their positions. 
you know. Mm. Um, but not only that, it also gives them the opportunity to um, be flexible in, in some of their positions because if they're at, let's say, like I said, if they're at four and there's no one there that they feel at that point um, they can use that four and can drop down a couple of spots and get extra picks, you know, having some of the people that they signed in the off season kind of helps to make that an easier decision. You know, if right. you have someone like, you know, the saints who might want to uh, come up in a draft to um, pick a quarterback over some of the other teams that's um, possibly looking for a quarterback, like, um, you know, like Carolina or, like um Seattle who might want to you know sign a QB so um that's the, I would say the biggest one of the biggest factors because we already know what type of wheeler and dealer Joe Douglas is so yes um, I, I definitely think because like I said being able to um have the ability to draft best player available also mm-hmm. opens you up to the possibility of trading and getting more assets over you know whether it be for this year or you know for next year but at the end of the day it's it's assets that you can use for the future um yeah i'm gonna agree with you on this one my my thing is is that you trade for dk mccaff and you give seahawks the 10th pick that that's that's it's a little bit of a leverage with the uh, seahawks because they can actually draft a quarterback with the 10th pick, they could trade, they could trade with the Saints, which we're going to talk about in a second, um, and get more draft picks with that 10th pick. Even with the ninth pick, they 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 would look good, you know, because both of their players could be all-stars and they can um not all-stars, but you know, uh Pro Bowl caliber players, and they can build something for that Seattle's future. Now, the question is, do they want to do it? I was I will say no because McCaff they might you know what they might get rid of uh Tyler Lockett they might would want to do him instead of DK McCaff which would be a smart move. All right, I said I would say it's it would be up in the air based on uh finances you know for them because um based on how their their cap is set up uh, I believe that. You know, with Metcalf, I think being in the last year of his his contract, it's like, okay, if we're rebuilding, mm-hmm. do we want to have that type of contract? You know, because he's going to demand money. You know what I mean? So, right. is that is that the point of saying, oh, do we want to do we want to uh, have that type of contract in play for us? You know, in the upcoming years, where as if they trade um Metcalf for mm. let's say for the 10th pick right that money that they're going to have if they decide to get a wide receiver it's going to be they're going to have that wide receiver for the next four years instead of one or two if depending on how they play with Metcalf you know being mm. the possibility of um him playing out his fifth year um option and then a possible uh, franchise tag, you know what I mean? Like they, right. they would. Um, 
actually, no, he doesn't have. That's right. He was a later round pick. So this is technically his last year of his contract. So the Oof. the next year would be a the next year would be a franchise tag if they don't um if they don't uh you know resign him long term. Right. And then also it's not just McCaff, it's also um <laughs> AJ Brown, uh McLaurin, which which uh McLaurin has been talked about. They 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 you know teams are looking at that situation as well. So oh cow this this offseason has been really crazy <laughs> i can't lie so to see one of those players get moved i won't be surprised but it would have to be a deal where they one of those teams could actually get a a, a pro bowl caliber player so i i i would love to see what what's going to happen and we three weeks away from the draft so I, I can't wait. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, but speaking of draft, Kyle, uh, I know you got your, I know you got your, your top, your, you know, your top players. Uh, I know you got your players. You're looking at on the offensive side. Can you um, give us a, give us a little, little taste of the, um, of the offense side of, of who you're looking at on the draft? Um, yeah, I say I start, I start off with um, with quarterback, um, and. As a the right now the 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 talk of the town is um uh Malik Willis from Liberty. Yep. Um, you know, he's just a he's he's pretty much a highlight film, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But um I'm actually my my guy right now as in terms of the quarterback position is someone who I was looking at last year, but he decided to return for, you know, another year of college, which is um Desmond Ritter. You know, mm-hmm. um, I like him in terms of, you know, his size and, you know, you know, his accuracy for the most part. Um, his last two years, you know, he had a completion percentage of over over um, 65% for two straight years. You know, and that's, I think that's definitely, you know, something to, you know, to be a, you know, to, uh, you know, to look at as a positive, you know, and he definitely turned up um, his uh, touchdowns going from 19 um, all the way up to 30 mm. for this season. So, yeah, I would say for the, for the quarterback position, uh, I'm definitely looking at uh, my guy is definitely going to be uh, uh, Desmond Ritter. Um, in terms of the, the running backs, um, the running back that I like and it should be interesting to see if maybe the, the Jets, you know, do a little bit of uh, reuniting down the line, um, and you know, with some of the later draft picks. Because um, the running back I like is um, um, Tyler um, Algier. He's a running back from um, BYU. Mm. Uh, he's uh, he had two two consecutive years when they they started. Um, you know, really running the ball um, right. and having a designated running back because uh, he became the designated running back in, uh, I think, 2020. And that was the first year. I think that was the year that, um, you know, Zach had a breakout year, mm-hmm. you know, and he had 11, he had 1100 
uh, yards that year and then followed up in 21 with 1,600 yards. So uh, he's, he's, he's not this, the fastest of running backs, but he's definitely uh, he's, he's more of a strong, strong runner that has, you know, some speed to him. Right. You know, um, as far as my uh, uh, wideouts go, you know, there's a there's a bunch of wideouts out here that's you know catching everybody's eyes. You know, the the Garrett Wilsons and the Jamison Williams and the Olaves. Um, but I say for right now, my my favorite is um is well, it's a tie. It's a tie for I think my favorites, and there's two people that I you know I mentioned in the the podcast last week and um. Christian Watson from um, North Dakota State and Alec Pierce from Cincinnati. Um, and it's funny because surprisingly, um, what was it? Uh, um, Chris Sims came out with his top five wide receivers. And surprisingly, those two guys was his um, two and three on the list. Right. So it's funny, like, it's funny to hear that because I think the year before uh, I was in Greens with Sims over um, Mac Jones, so it's, it's funny to see that we you know we have similar tastes again just in um, the wide receiver lane. <laughs> <laughs> I think Chris Sims is one of the best, like as a quarterback and knowing and knowing who to look for. I know a lot of people don't don't like him per se, but I I I really like his takes with with the quarterbacks. And I think he still he still has faith that Zach Wilson will be um, that number one guy um, for us. Yeah. So yeah. so you so you got the the quarterback, did the running back, you did the wide receiver. So you got the tight end and the O line left. Yeah, for the for the tight end, um, the guy that I like, and I, uh, but there's there's quite a few tight ends that that's done some things, you know, that's you know kind of stood out this year. Um, but the guy that I like so far is um, um, Jelani Woods, and he's a tight end from uh, um, Virginia. You know, um, didn't have like totally like stellar numbers, but you know, he had 44 catches with um, just of almost 600 yards and eight touchdowns. But you know, he's a big guy at um, at six seven, uh, 265. So, wow. you know, he's definitely one of those red zone targets type guys, which is, you know, why he has the, the you know, the eight touchdowns this season. You know what I mean? So he's definitely uh, someone I, I wouldn't mind the Jets picking up in one of the later rounds, you know, just to fill out um, the tight end room. Because we right now I think we have, three because West Co is technically a tight end, but you know, they use him as more of a fullback type role. So right. So yeah, so that you know that would bring in and he would be like the fourth the fourth um the fourth tight end in that room. Mm-hmm. Um and as far as O line uh the guy that I like so far and he's um you know, definitely looked at as being 
uh, a top five pick this year is um, uh, Ikem um, Ikwanu from um, North Carolina. Mm. Yeah, North Carolina State. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I like him cause definitely because um, for one, he's a, a very, uh, I should say, dominating style, uh, dominating style um, O-line guy. You know, he had a, a very high uh, PFF um, run block uh, rating for, you know, I think for the past two years or something like that. Um, and just watching them, he's a very physical guy that likes to, um, you know, to finish his blocks. You know, he, he kind of reminds me of how um, how um, Becton is, you know, when Becton really gets into a guy, he, he likes to finish the blocks, you know, so and he re- kind of reminds me of that in terms of the physicality. And he's also someone that's um, played multiple positions. You know, he's um he has most of his starts is at left tackle, but um he he's also played uh some left guard, which was in um twenty twenty and he had uh, over two hundred snaps there. So um that type of versatility is something I know Douglas has been, you know, one to look for. So he's definitely someone that I like and wouldn't mind, you know wouldn't be upset if the, the Jets was to pick him up, even though I know that um, we got quite a few pieces on the O-line right now. Yeah. Um, those, those are great takes, Kyle. And I know that, you know, that you was, that you more into, into that. And, you know, <laughs> I, I will do, I will do my first, probably my first mock draft of next week. Um, it might only just be two because a lot of, you know, a lot of these uh, medias and all of that, they they do it every week. So I, I don't want it to be aggravating or, you know, anything like that. So we so we just trying something new and, and that's and those and those are great takes, Kyle. Great takes because I know that you really get into that film and see which guys and you be hitting them them late rounders, Kyle. I swear, I swear you do. So, you know, it's always a good look for it's always a good look for us because we definitely like those um the late picks and those those late round stills so you know we, we definitely will see what happens with that um let's get to some quick nfl news uh the coach dennis allen said Taysom hill will focus on playing tight end i know that we we've been saying that Taysom hill maybe more of a running back or or um, tight end uh how what do you think about um Taysom hill playing tight end yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence about it. You know, I think, you know, from, a, from the aspect of just, I guess, history, you know, the last person I think that they tried to do that with was Tebow. And I don't, I think Taysom Hill for the most part, it was definitely a better quarterback than, than Tebow, you know, um, you know, but I, I actually think he played better as that um that you know that option back you know for their offense but you know for him like I said I, I I guess if he's making that move he's something that he's comfortable with um and I guess also because of the type of money that he's getting he shouldn't you know he shouldn't be uh too upset because you know they 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 pretty much paid him as if he was going to be the backup quarterback 
and now he's just playing tight end. So he should right. be he shouldn't be too happy. he shouldn't be too upset about that. <laughs> right. Um. I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I I get why you upset, but I, I I don't know. I just feel like Taysom Hill was more of the, you know, the guy that could just um that could do it all, but just that quarterback for me. I don't know why. Like, I I wasn't big on him uh, as a quarterback, but that this might work out. It might be a better better look than the Tim Tebow situation, in my opinion. Um, too. We saw how that went with Tim Tebow, and it didn't last long at all. And I think it only lasts a couple of weeks. And they was like, yeah, let's get this man out of Jacksonville. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think it'll work out. But um, Taysom Hill, um, we, we will definitely see. But I think I think it definitely is going to work out. Um, let's 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 move. Let's move along real quick. Uh, Devontae Parker got traded to the Patriots, which is very shocking because the Patriots and the Dolphins don't don't do trades like that. So um, the Patriots get Devontae Parker in the fifth round pick, and the Dolphins get a, a third round pick in the twenty twenty three draft. Um, so how do you feel about this trade? Uh, it's interesting because Parker has you know had a history of being injured, but when he is you know healthy. You know he's shown that he can produce, um, but I. It's it's also interesting to think about it that if he does go there, no, the fact that he is going there, being healthy, he automatically, in a in a sense, is now the best wide receiver on the team. You know what I mean? Like, but from an aspect of more of a league sense, no one has Parker as you know on that level to say okay well he's definitely someone that we can you know bring to our team to elevate our offense you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so that's just interesting that that was the route that New England went knowing that they have a quarterback that um you know could use some help you know he had um you know his best targets last year was you know uh with the tight end the Hunter Henry Hunter Henry, you know, because the wide receivers were born in, in Myers, who, and you know, in all honesty, probably couldn't be starting wide receivers in probably like 90% of the other teams in the league. You know what I mean? So right. it's, it's, it's the interesting thing that, that that's the route they went with getting Parker. Right. But, you know, with, with Mac Jones needing a – a better wanting to have a better year. I think, I think, I think they need, I think they do need that wide receiver. And I think they might draft one in the first or the second round, in my opinion, because look, look at it. You need, you want Matt Jones to have that 70%, um, that 70% completion, even though he was doing it without the wide receivers, but having that wide receivers, you know, like on your back is, it makes, it makes a, a quarterback feel better, you know? So mm-hmm. I I think I think I think it was a great trade for the Patriots per se and I you know like I said I, I don't like the Patriots I don't like the Dolphins and I <laughs> don't like the Bills that much but I love football so it was a great trade for the Patriots I think this could be a still if Mac Jones Mac Jones I'm expecting Mac Jones to have a um a good second year 
I don't know. I don't know what is the year is going to look like, but I'm expecting them to have have a good year. And Belichick let let them uh, throw the ball a little bit more and let them, you know, let let them fling that thing and let them see. Let, let's see what he really got. Yeah, I, I definitely I, I think he's going to definitely have a, if not the same type of year, maybe a little bit better because, you know, at the end of the day, last year he still almost threw for 4,000 yards right? <laughs> as a rookie with very minimum resources at, you know, at the wideout. So I would say that's, you know, definitely to be to his credit. And, you know, one of the reasons why I felt he was one of the better, you know, uh, QBs coming out of that, that draft class. Yeah. Um, just like, just like, and just like, you know, and just like we said, uh, I know, I think me and you talked about that. I think we was the only two that actually really, uh, like, like Mac Jones. Um, and I didn't have a problem if the Jets would have drafted Mac Jones, to be honest with you, but it is what it is. And, um, yeah, we could, uh, we definitely going to see what happened with that. Um, Stefan Diggs got a new deal. 21.5 million signing bonus, 70 mil guarantee, four year, 96 million dollar extension. Woo! It seems like it seems like these numbers for the wide receivers is going up, Kyle. Yeah, honestly though, based on um what he was able to do, honestly for and and being in Buffalo and Josh Allen being the quarterback, whatever, I just think he deserved more than that. Because wow. he's the reason that that offense flourished. Agree. I mean, like everyone's talking about Allen for the most part, but it was Diggs coming into that offense that enabled Allen to get to the next level that he did. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, I'm at, like I'm I'm happy for him that he he definitely got his payday. You know, but I actually think, you know, if he would have got more, it would have been rightfully so knowing what he was, what he means to that offense. Yeah, um, I definitely agree with you. I remember um, having this conversation with, um, I think with back then it was Chris Sherman, myself and um, Connor Rogers, uh, shout out to Connor. Um, and I said, they have, they were, they ready to win the division. Um, and Josh Allen just needed that number one wide receiver to 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 make his game flourish, and that's what happened. That's what happened with Diggs. Diggs came over there, and they went to the uh, the AFC Championship game. Well, the good, well, they was close, but they they yeah, the Buffalo was ready to win. Win. Um, I don't know if it's a Super Bowl standpoint, but I know they're gonna be in the playoffs for for a good little while. And um and Diggs changed changed that atmosphere and you know changed the way how Josh Allen's supposed to play his game. Because Josh Allen got the arm. He was just inaccurate. Remember, he came out of college inaccurate as hell. <laughs> so you know having that number one wide receiver is 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 very good. Um and of course Gabriel Davis because I'm expecting him to have a hell of a year too. So yeah. yeah shout out to you Diggs. You definitely deserve deserve that contract. And much more. Um, and the last one, I forgot. Um, I forgot to speak on this. Uh, it's some. It's going to be some rules that's going to change this season. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts, Philadelphia, they approved that 
both teams have uh, the opportunity to possess the ball in overtime in the postseason. Um, the second one was makes permanent the free kick formation change um, implemented uh, during the 2021 season that established a maximum uh, number of players in the setup zone. And let me see. Do, 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 do. Oh, uh, through June 30th, the employer club is required to grant permission for another club to interview and hire a non-high non level executive or non-secondary football executive for a secondary football executive position. All right, that, that's nothing. But um, that, that's, a, that's a change. If the postseason is going to allow both teams to have an opportunity to possess the ball, regardless if it's a field goal or a touchdown, um, how do you feel about that? Um, I'm on the fence, uh, but I, I definitely understand, you know, because, you know, I guess would have happened in recent years, but I'm still on the fence. I, I like the fact that, you know, if you, to me, I think the fact that if, you, you know, if the team scores a touchdown, then the game is over. You know what right. I mean? Like it should be over. Yes. That to me said that your defense wasn't good enough to stop them from traveling close to, you know, for the most part, 75 yards. Right. You know I mean, you have 75 yards to have them kick a field goal so you can get the ball back and get your, your opportunity. But if they score a touchdown, it's like, no, you, you lost out on your opportunity. You had 75 yards and you didn't make it. So blame the defense why you didn't make it and prepare for next year. Right, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, that's I, I, I didn't like the rule per se, but you know, I, I hope fans, football fans, get that there's going to be some rule changes, and I think some of them actually was going to like it. But we'll see how that goes, man. I just don't want it to. I just don't want the game to be prolonged. If they both got the possession of the ball, they both didn't score, or if it's a field goal, fine. But if it don't work out or whatever like that, like how we went to the Jets game with the Titans and, you know, and we was we was upset because they, they should have won the game right then and there with the touchdown. But, of course, we had, you know, they got the field goal and then he missed that field goal and we was happy as hell. But that's yeah. how it should be, you right. know. And, yeah, this, this, this is going to be – it's going to be some – it's going to be – but at least it's in the postseason and not the season. So I couldn't – I can't be upset at that. I think they're just trying to find a way to make sure that they keep the fans and to keep that money, keep the revenue going. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely, I definitely see that. You know, it brings a little bit of um, more excitement to the game. Right. 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 Especially if it's overtime, then it's like, yeah, you know, we we want <laughs> we we want to see this or we want to see that. You know, so. It's yeah, we want to see what happens though. But yeah, I, yeah, this was this was a great topic to bring up. And last but not least, I forgot Eagles and Saints big trade. Eagles received the um number 18 pick, third round pick, seventh round pick, 2023, first round pick, 2024, second round pick. The Saints received this number 16, the number 19th, and the sixth round pick. Kyle. What is what is going on? Because that that is a big trade. And what do you think the Saints are planning? Yeah, for me, I definitely think that um, 
you know, that that move puts them in a position so that they might, you know, want to look to get a, a, you know, move up to possibly get a quarterback mm. because there are other teams ahead of them that that wants a quarterback that may want a quarterback in um, like Carolina and Seattle. Yeah. So they might have they now have you know some assets that they can use to to move up higher up in the draft you know right. with having two first round draft picks to probably move ahead of one of those teams to to possibly uh pick up a pick up a um a quarterback mm-hmm. and also i was thinking what if the saints want to trade with the jets and we get that number 16 19 pick i'm i'm down for that Kyle i'm not going to lie I'm I'm down for that because we can still get two good players with those two picks. But you know Joe Douglas is gonna find a way to try to finesse it so he could get more. <laughs> All right, definitely, because we, we already know how uh Joe Douglas does. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if definitely there's some some talks, you know, coming up. You know, like mm-hmm. for example, like you know, we talked about um how there wasn't anybody from us at the combine except for Joe Douglas. So I'm pretty sure he was he was you know having some conversation with people with the possibility of of making some moves and stuff there. Right, and also what's crazy about that is, like I said, if the Saints decide to do trade with Joe Douglas and we get the 16-19 pick, I won't be surprised if he asks for like a third round or a fourth round pick, which is which is which be like, oh my God, why why is he doing this? You know why is he doing this? But at the same time. Do, do you blame do you blame Joe Douglas for not getting what he wants? <laughs> you know, nah, <laughs> do you blame him? I'm about to say, I think I think for I think the trades that he's been making, like it's been chump change for us, but for the other team, it's a lot. Yeah, we we definitely come up came up big on the last you know two trades. I would say that we made. Um, you know, except for I said, the only one I wasn't too keen on was the whole uh, um, Flacco trade. But yeah, I agree. But other than that, you know, like, we definitely came up on on quite a few trades. You know, and I said I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it happens again. Yeah, and he's talking about trading back too. So um, trade back is possible, but I would love to see that. Um, and we could get two more players. Um, but I think we're going to be on the lookout for that. But anyways, that's it for our episode. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter at just fans podcast. Not only that, um, Facebook group, Facebook group, NY just fans, almost 500 members. Um, still, you know, myself for Kyle will welcome y'all with open arms until next week. We're taking flight. Right.